and I just reflect on the fact that those boundaries are meant for our good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you want to bring that into your inner life and what kind of God asks of us or the rules and regulations that we can sometimes feel constricted by, we can think to ourselves, these are for our good. Oh, so good. These mm-hmm. boundaries are for our good. So when we stray outside of that, we're really going outside of that safety net, that protection that God wants for us. Mm-hmm. Hey, welcome to this episode of Holy Made Life. I am so super excited to share this with you because I have special guests on this episode, my mom and my sister, and we sit and have a chat about our recent trip to the Grand Canyon, and there's so much revelation. I can't wait to share them with you. You guys are going to be so excited to hear from them, so let's get into the episode. Welcome to Holy Made Life, where I believe that you are not created to do just one thing in your life well. You are not just your job, your title, or your salary. You're not just a mom or a wife or a sister. You are fearfully and wonderfully made to lead in all areas of your whole life. Your life is like a pie that's made up of different pieces that create a complete circle. And girl, you deserve to enjoy the whole pie. Hi, I'm Angie Tenetti Rogers, and mama, I know you are really good at what you do in your profession or business. But if you're ready to stop ignoring different pieces of your pie and reclaim your whole life, then you are in the right place. Girl, let's tap into the whole life God has for you and experience that God-sized fulfilled life. Together, we're going to walk through some boundaries, leadership, mindset, and restoration in different areas of your life that may need to change. It's going to be some tough work up in here, girl, but we're going to walk this thing out together, uncovering some bold, courageous actions that we can take to experience not just a good life, but your whole life. Are you ready to live your whole life wholly made? Let's do it. Welcome back to this special episode, and this is an episode where I'm going to do a little chat with my sister and my mom. We took a trip to Arizona this week, and we've been here to visit my oldest, Clayton. It was about time for Mama Bear to lay eyes on her cub, so that's what we did, and it was awesome. We surprised him. He was really, really surprised, but I just wanted to take a little time to have a little chat about some of our experiences. So. Chrissy is my sister. So Chrissy, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, hello. I am Chrissy and I am 41. I'm a stay-at-home mom of five kiddos. Um, My oldest is 18 and my youngest is eight. I have four girls and one young man, boy. Um, So you're a girl mom with one boy. I'm a girl mom with one boy. And I am a former homeschooling mom. I stopped homeschooling about um, four years ago, but I had homeschooled for probably about 10 years, um, all including maybe a little longer with some stragglers that I kept home for a little while after my olders went to school. I, like I said, stayed home with my kids and support my husband who is, who runs a tech company. So he's extremely busy all the time and outside of COVID doesn't, or is not home super often because he is all over the world. So it's important for me to stay home and kind of keep things grounded. Yeah. 
cool. Yeah. That's my sis, y'all. Okay, mom. This is mom. <laughs> Hi, my name's Debbie, and I am retired. I've been retired about, I guess, since 19 or 20, since uh, 2014. Um, oh yeah, it's been that long. Yeah, it's been that long. Mm. And I retired to actually take care of my mom for about four years. So she was about 90 when I retired, which was a great experience and maybe another podcast. But <laughs> um, let's see, before I retired, I was an office manager for an assisted uh, national, well, actually international assisted living company. Mm-hmm. So I've got the two girls, do you know, Angie and Chrissy, and my, our, their younger brother is uh, my only son. So that's about it. That's about me. Yeah. And you're right now you're living the boating life. Yes. My husband and I have um, had uh, boats, and we've taken some really good trip. We bought a boat up in the Chesapeake Bay, traveled down the intercoastal all the way down to Florida, and stayed there for a winter. And then we took it on around to a little place called Demopolis, Alabama, um, and we've stayed there for several years, and now we finally sold the boat and bought another one, because my husband couldn't stand it. He had to he had to have another boat, so now we're going to have a new adventure up in Lake Michigan for a while. Mm-hmm. It's really yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, my, we, my children think I'm a little bit crazy, but other than that. <laughs> no, no, that's not true. It's just a different lifestyle, living yeah. the, the boating lifestyle or sailboating and that kind of thing. It's just a whole other lifestyle. So, right. But it's been an uh, interesting winter for you because before now, you guys have been gone to warmer climates oh, yeah. and instead of having to live through ice storms and snow and all that. So, this was your yeah. first winter. So, coming out to Arizona during this week was awesome yes i don't know if you guys have ever visited or if you live in arizona i want to come visit you so email me and uh, we can plan a visit but i love arizona this is my second time here and i love it what did you guys think about arizona oh but we're in phoenix by the way it's wonderful it's it's just glorious as Andrea uh-huh. said a million Chrissy. times. Chrissy, Chrissy said that a million <laughs> times. It's glorious. It has been glorious. Yeah, it's great to get out of the Great White North. That <laughs> was my home for, or is my home, and this winter has not been super kind as far as snow and weather is concerned. So the yeah. warm, glorious sunshine was very welcome. Yeah. And I think it too, uh, especially after the season that we've had where we've been so isolated and separated, that's a whole nother issue, but uh, being able to spend this time with just us, the, you know, my sister and my mom and spending time together in beautiful, just beautiful, beautiful landscaping, uh, such a different thing that we get to see. And then I think that just goes into, you've got to do things to take care of yourself and spend that time with family. I mean, for me, I'm in that season where I'm family time has been so important and I'm trying to really maximize the opportunities I have since I'm not working full time right now. Uh, it's been the first time in really in my life since I'm able to take this time. So I, you know, had I been working full time, I wouldn't have been able to take this opportunity. So it's been really cool. So it's also been cool being here with our with my oldest grandchild and mm-hmm. uh, just loving on him for three days. Yeah, just by himself. That's a whole nother thing because he's learned so much about uh, being around three women. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh my gosh! The whole time he was like, 
you guys have deep talks about everything. Like, there's nothing that came up that you guys didn't turn into a deep talk. I'm like, yeah, welcome to, you know, womanhood. Okay. And it was nice for me because I live far away from my family of origin. And so yeah. it was yeah. nice to spend time with my sister and mom, who I do not get to spend time with. Yeah. Very often. I think yeah. the last time I saw them was June. So, yeah. Very good. All right. So, we went to the Grand Canyon, which was just Amazing. breathtaking. Amazing. Okay. Yeah. So, let's talk a little bit about because for me, every time, like, this is my second time going because I went when we dropped Clayton off the first time for college. But the first time I went, I was just taken aback by how vast and majestic and, um, just breathtaking it was and I just also in relation to how small I am in this world and how big God is and even though God is so big and the world is so big and I feel so small that it's you're still meant and purpose to make a big huge world-changing impact even as small as we are so that was one of my revelations that I had when I first went so you guys talk about what you guys thought about that Grand Canyon, Chrissy? Well, so aside from walking up and you, you kind of walk up sort of an incline and you don't really know exactly what to expect except what you've seen, you know, in pictures or whatever. And you walk up and all of a sudden it's there and it almost makes you weak in the knees, just mm-hmm. the vast majesty of it. But one thing that I just kind of came to my mind was the value of boundaries. Mm-hmm. So when you're walking along the rim of the Grand Canyon, there are many places that are fenced along the walkway, and there are many places that are not. And you saw people creeping out along the edges to get a better view or scrambling down essentially the face of a cliff to try to get you know that cool picture or whatever. And we came to know that there have been many, many deaths of people doing that, just slipping. And I just reflect on the fact that those boundaries are meant for our good mm-hmm. and you know if you want to bring that into your inner life and what kind of God asks of us or the rules and regulations that we can sometimes feel constricted by we can think to ourselves these are for our good oh, so good these mm-hmm. boundaries are for our good So when we stray outside of that, we're really going outside of that safety net, that protection that God wants for us. Mm -hmm. I mean, I had a visceral reaction to seeing people creeping along that edge. Mm -hmm. Even when I was holding tightly onto a fence post, kind of peering over, my legs were jelly and I didn't even want my nephew kind of like leaning against the the thing. It was terrifying. And I think to myself, why would I then, you know, if... If that's what I feel in the temporal world with my temporal life, why would I put my eternity on, at, to put it at risk mm-hmm. by stepping outside of the boundaries that God has, has put for me? I'm going to tell you right now, I had a lot more joy in my life stepping away from that fence. Mm-hmm. I could still see the absolute gorgeous beauty and it was still extremely moving. There's a verse in Psalms that says, Lead me to a rock that is higher than I. And that is the verse that kept going into my mind. 
and that kept grounding my spirit. And I just was so grateful, Lord, that you lead me there, that you set my feet firmly on a rock that is higher than I. It gives you vision. It gives you visibility. It lets you see clearer, you know, see things from afar. It's just great. So all of that was a little muddled, but that's my thoughts. That, that's a, that was beautiful. That was amazing. So good. I mean, that to think about boundaries being, um, something that keeps us safe. You know, I've talked about building those boundaries and keeping those boundaries, even when it feels uncomfortable or even when it feels a little constricting or even when it feels like you might hurt somebody else's feelings, but those boundaries are there for us to thrive and Mm -hmm. to succeed. And wow, what a good, what a good revelation. That was awesome. Yes. Mom? You all pretty much said it all. I mean, and, and what I would like to say is that my daughters are amazing. <laughs> they are so my mama is amazing, oh, so we just, get it from our mama. Oh, <laughs> well, they just teach me. They teach me things all the time, the, each, each one of them in their own way, and my son is teaching me as well. So it, it's, it's just from my standpoint of being a, you know, an, an older a parent of older children. You can relax I, in the older it, part. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> right. It's just so much with the older. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> me as a young person. Yeah. Me as my young children. A young retiree. Yes. Yes. With but young mamas. I, what I'm trying to say is I learn from them every day, and mm. that was beautiful, Chrissy. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <sighs> well, I think it's just it's a good thing to just. First of all, always reflect on everything going on in your life. But when you have an opportunity to reflect on something as vast, and if you haven't been to the Grand Canyon, I know that you've seen pictures. It does nothing to the justice of what it is that you will experience in person. I mean, I've been now twice, and I would go again and, and again and again. It just is such a great reminder of how big our God is. I love that, what you said, Chrissy. That was really good. Yeah. So. It's cool, too, to think of the Grand Canyon and think, you know, you've seen it. And sometimes we have a tendency to be like, okay, check. You know, for me, this is a bucket list item. For me, this is something that I have just dreamed about doing. Now, I will say, I did not want to do this, or I do want to do this with my children and my family. I do. And I always have, you know, for a long time. I will say I'm very hesitant to do that at the moment because it's somewhat terrifying seeing the absolute sheer drop-offs, right? So, but I will say like when I was thinking about the Grand Canyon, like since I've been there, it's like there were so many things I wanted to explore. There was so, so much that was untapped. You know, I wanted to go down in there to kind of see what it was like from all the different perspectives. I wanted to take a Jeep tour down and like just get like the guides experience and understand you know more about it I wanted to see the river and the bottom of the canyon I wanted to hike in there I wanted to do all those things and I just there were so many avenues you could take to explore the same thing mm-hmm. right and it was very way. different you know yeah my um, sister-in-law before I left asked me are you gonna get on are you gonna take a donkey ride down into the canyon at to which I answered a hard pass no I'm not doing that so that's not necessarily one of the things I wanted to try but I don't know I think there's kind of an interesting thing to reflect on there like you know you can do something but there's always more depths you can plumb I guess Mm -hmm. there's always more avenues you can take to explore it from a different angle to to see new beauty to see 
you know, with fresh eyes. So I'm excited to come back and to do those things and spend some time there if I can. Yeah. Well, and you brought up fear kind of, uh, well, that was what just what I was thinking about when you're thinking about, cause it's, I mean, your brain tries to protect you. And so when you're on that edge, even if there's a fence there, your brain can't, it's like, it can't um, take in everything that you're seeing and it can't, figure out what to tell your body to do. So your stomach is in the pit and your legs are jelly, you know, and you're, you're being a lot more careful when you're walking a, a lot more carefully, obviously, hopefully, I mean, we were, but it's at the same time, it's understanding what those boundaries are and living fully within those boundaries. And uh, not allowing fear to stop you from taking those steps and taking those actions and enjoying and taking in all of the wonder of what's happening around mm-hmm. you. So making sure that you are keeping the fear in perspective to the opportunity you have to mm-hmm. experience what it is that you're experiencing. And for the Grand Canyon, it's, you know, yes, you're going to have jelly legs. Yes, you have a little bit of that pit in your stomach of all those what ifs. But you are still enjoying that that experience within the boundaries that are safe for you to do so. So, you know, God is a very good God and he gives a lot of grace and mercy. And we know that fear is not of him. Now, that doesn't mean that he wants us to make stupid choices or well, do I, things that are risky yeah, on I purpose. I think that there's a type of fear that God put in us and it's that sort of um it's like that fear where you snatch your child back from a road that he's going to cross without looking Mm -hmm. that fear when you say you need to come away from that edge right now because that's like an innate thing that is a healthy thing that god gives us that like response so that we can remain you know in that safe environment right um wisdom and discernment are the words that i think of when you're talking about that something else just popped into my head is it gives i found myself covering other people strangers with some prayers because you know it's like they're walking to the edge and uh, you can just me too they're not respecting their boundaries basically and uh, you know it gives you a chance to send out some prayers for people that may need them for whatever purpose Mm mm-hmm yeah that's a good point. I definitely found myself doing that as uh-huh. well. Oh, yeah. Yes. That and turning away and <laughs> hiding my eyes when I thought people were being ex- or yeah. especially risky. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh, it was hard. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think sometimes we forget that we need God and we need his direction. We need the Holy Spirit to guide us and lead us and you know, when it's kind of, it reminds me of ego a little bit, like we are thinking that we are more in strength or more powerful than we are. Yeah. We're bigger than we are. And we still need to be reverent and we still need to succumb to the fact that we still are choosing to walk this path for God, for his glory. The need to still walk within those boundaries and within the structure of everything is for his glory not our own Mm -hmm. gratification not our own uh, pushing the boundaries to see how far we can go to the edge or how low I'm having trouble putting that into words I think but I think it gives you a pause to ask yourself you know if you find yourself wanting that next thrill that next thing that may or may, may be outside of what God is asking of you or those boundaries 
I think it gives you a pause to think, you know, let me explore that. Why am I thinking that? What am I after? Yeah. To, to really explore the purity of your heart and the purity of your intentions and then ask, you know, invite God into that and just say, you know, I'm feeling this way or I don't understand why you ask this of me. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're in a particular season in life where something, you know, is one of his statutes or what he asks of you is harder, you have to sometimes invite him there to say, okay, Lord, kind of lead me here, ask me, or, you know, speak to me here. But ultimately, if you want to live in the Lord, I have found personally that sometimes you just have to acquiesce and say, you know, I don't understand this, but your thoughts are above my thoughts and your ways are above my ways. So I'm going to surrender my knowledge. And I think that's kind of what you were um, pointing to, which is like your own, yeah, um, thought processes, your own knowledge, your own knowledge. You have to surrender that sometimes. And so that's kind of when you were saying that, that's what I was thinking. Like, yeah, sometimes we have to just say, okay, I don't know this. So Lord, I invite you here to help teach me, but for now I'm going to surrender that mm-hmm. so I can continue to walk in your ways and walk with you. Right. Yeah. So what else, anything else that you guys can think of that would be important to share about this experience? With the Grand Canyon? Well, I don't know um, if this has any value to this particular podcast, but there has <laughs> my um, sister-in-law, I, I have a Bible study at my house, and, and my sister-in-law encouraged um, everyone last year during 2020 to make a list of, you know, 10 things that you wanted to be bold and sort of ask God for. Not like to test him, but just to say, you know, Lord, I'm really praying into these dreams, maybe, or these, mm-hmm. you know, 10 things. One of mine was kind of funny, but one of mine, so two times in my life, I have seen the sky at night in such brilliance that my mom used the word, it was just an absolute blanket of stars, right? Um, so that's happened two times in my life, and you have to be in a very, very dark and pretty rural place for it, and a clear sky for it to really just be as brilliant as it is, right? Yeah, that it, it can be. kind of encourage you, if you've never seen it, to actually pray for this, because it is mind-blowing so one of the things on my list last year was I wanted to see the sky like that again stars have always spoken to me it's just been something that kind of feeds my soul nature in general always does I always meet God very intently in nature he he speaks to me loudly there so this was one of my things so as we're driving back from the Grand Canyon it's really really dark during some of those roads there are no street lights it is dark dark so I saw the star and the skies were clear. I saw the star starting to peek out and I started to get excited. And I'm like, <laughs> real, like just every time, minute, I'm like pressing my face to the windshield with my hands like cupped around my eyeballs so that I can block out like the light of the dashboard and everything else. And as it comes, it's just magnificent. The whole star, the whole sky breaks out in these, um, in these brilliant, brilliant like blanket of stars. And so my soul is just kind of soaring at this point. And I'm like praying to the Lord. I'm like, you know, I, I just, I kept saying, oh, we got to pull over. Like, but there just was no safe place to pull over. You can't do that. It's like 75 miles an hour on that road, you know, at minimum. And so praying, I'm like, Lord, thank you. This is just, it's beautiful. Like, even though I can't stop and like just lay there and just soak it in. I know. And so in my heart, I heard like, this isn't the last time you're going to see this. Like, I just wanted you to know that Aww. I heard your prayer. Yeah, and I was like, it was like, he was just smiling, watching me look at this because he could see my heart soaring. And I just, the word that kept coming is, 
abundance. Like, Lord, mm. you love me in abundance. Like this was for me. Like I wanted this so much. And it was something I asked you specifically for a silly little thing, you know, re- in reality, but you gave it and you're like, that's not all. It's not over. You'll, you'll, you know, this will happen again, basically. I don't know. That, so that was so my, good. Yeah. that was my little extra. That's awesome. I mean, I love that. And that's so important for this conversation because it is about making your dreams plain by writing them down, you know, write the vision, make it plain. And you did that. You you, know, you talked about asking boldly for what it is that you want and dream. I mean, God's put those desires and those dreams in our heart and whatever he's put into our heart is going to be something that he's going to give us in abundance and he's going to give us opportunities, but we have to stop to look for them. We have to trust that he's going to give those to us, but we also have to do our part. It's not just mm-hmm. about sitting around and waiting for God. You know, you could have driven in that car the whole way home and not ever even asked about, uh, we've got something happening outside our window here, but uh, so sorry for the extra noise, but you could have just driven and not even sought out an opportunity to make that dream become a reality. Now he made it become a reality and he was speaking to you through that, but you had to be open and intentional about looking for it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's so good. We have to do our part in that. So, mm-hmm. and I will good. say I had to look a little foolish doing it. Like my whole oh, face was like plus pressed to the windshield. But it I was, was doing the same thing. Somewhat yeah. foolish. Right. Yeah. But that's a good point because sometimes we, you know, that reminds me of the huge thing I've done recently where I'm, I'm, you know, leaving a six figure salary to uh, follow what the Holy Spirit told me to do, which was to give it up to him as an offering and he would show me what's next. And I had no idea what's next. But so that looks foolish to a lot of people. I mean, it looked foolish to me. But if God's speaking to me and telling me to do that, then, you know, you have to be bold and courageous and, and take that step. And whether it's something like wanting to see a blanket of stars in the pitch black again, uh, which that speaks to, you know, you're in a dark, mm-hmm. rural, rural, mm-hmm. cold place, but there's still light for mm-hmm. to be seen. Um, that was that's so good too. That preaches, mm-hmm. you know, on its own as well. But we still have to do our part. We have to take those steps, and that's, you know, you would not have had that experience had you not been intentional about taking that step. And that's the other thing too about writing things down is that it 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 does something to us to be more intentional about taking those steps to make those things on paper or make those things that we've prayed for a reality in partnership with God. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. important. It's funny because I'm not a dreamer by nature. I don't, I, in fact, a lot of the times you'll be doing a Bible study or you'll be, you know, talking with friends or you'll be kind of listening maybe to a podcast and, you know, someone will say, you know, what are your dreams? What are your dreams? And I'm always like, none. I don't know. I don't have dreams. <laughs> I'm just not that type of person. Now, I know people that they could tell me, you know, take off 10 things that they, big old, big ideas that they have that they have dreams about, you know. I'm just not one of them. And my friend and I were having this conversation last Friday and she said, you know, what are your dreams? And I was like, and I told her what I just said, like, I don't dream, (laughs) but I've been intentionally like thinking about that over the last week because of that conversation. And I guess I just wanted to encourage for those of you that are like me that don't, you know, quote unquote dream, you know, maybe it starts little like that, 
that blanket of stars. Like that is something that was just a deep desire in my heart. So anyway, yeah, that's you're good. not, if you're not a dreamer, you're not alone. Yeah. Talking. And I think too, that <laughs> it, it yeah. just speaks to each of us are so different that it, he speaks to us and puts those desires and dreams in our heart and in our thoughts and our mind, in our experiences in different ways, just like he speaks to us in different ways. You know, you might hear from him as a small whisper or you feel it in your heart. You might hear it in a worship song. You might uh, have a, have a dream. I, I am not, I, I don't have, he doesn't really speak to me in dreams, but I feel a small whisper sometimes. I, I think most of the time it happens in my mind. I think about something and then I feel it in my heart. I, I get kind of this reaction. So he just speaks to us in different ways. And all of us have been designed and perfectly made in the way he needs us to be made so that we walk out those dreams and those desires all for his glory. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's important to talk about that. Yeah. You know, one thing I noticed was when we were talking about um, with Clayton, you know, he said he never went on hikes. He never, you know, I don't think that he would have naturally just sat there and looked up at the stars. But when you and I were doing it, he leaned over and he started looking and I could tell that he was in awe of it himself, you know. Mm -hmm. And then when we took that hike to that park that he had been to, but had never explored, it was like his awe of seeing what he was seeing and now he wants to go hike it. He wants to explore nature more and... And, you know, so the effect that this trip had on him just to see, I guess, God's beauty, I, you know. Yeah. Well, and that's something new. Yeah, yeah and I think that's good. New. I think that's good because, too, the other thing is that sometimes our dreams aren't for us. They're for other people. Uh-huh. So just like we came to visit him and to kind of lay eyes on him and you prepare him for the next couple of months before he gets to come home to satisfy my own mama bear (laughs) needs and some of the things that we talked about some of the things that we did to experience Mm -hmm. he then benefited from that Mm -hmm. so it's just important to remember that those desires and dreams Mm -hmm. that he has given us are not always for us they're Mm not it's it's to impact others yeah yeah it you know we might benefit from it but it's the it's those that those dreams and desires and actions and bold those bold courageous actions that we take based on our desires and dreams are meant for others sometimes they're meant to impact others so i'm voicing them too yeah so that's good this was an awesome little chat i loved it i hope that you guys also loved it you know i think it's just to close out i there's so many things that i reflected upon these last three days it was packed with a lot of action and a lot of uh, schedules, but it also was just so refreshing to spend time with family and to think about all the things that God has for us. I just think it, it's such a good thing to take time and be intentional about the time. So, yeah, but yeah, thank you for inviting us to have a conversation and reflect more deeply about our week. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And thanks for inviting me. Yeah, thank you guys for coming. Thanks to my husband for holding on the fort. I know, mine too. (laughs) All right, guys, so uh, tune in for the next episode. You know, we want to say a quick hello since I've got Chrissy and Mimi on. Uh, We want to say a quick hello to Mary Grace. 
because Mary Grace is Chrissy's youngest. She's a and big fan. She's a big fan auntie. of this show. It's the cutest thing ever. Mary Grace, I love you, baby. So <laughs> shout out to you. Now you're on the podcast, okay? It's so cute, you guys. Um, but anyways, thank you guys for listening. And don't forget to hop on over. If you haven't already, leave a review. I'd love to hear what you guys thought about this episode of me talking to my sister and my mom. <laughs> about our experiences so if you liked it go ahead and put a review in and give us give us those five stars and maybe we'll do some more episodes like this okay thank you guys have an awesome day hey before you go i'd love for you to hop over to my podcast and give me a review and you know i'd love five stars that's how we can share this thing with other women just like us Your five stars and written review really helps me get the word out. You can also take a screenshot of this episode and tag me in your Insta and Facebook stories. And I'll give you a shout out right back. Leaving a review and sharing this episode is the best way you can show me some love. Thanks so much and I'll see you in the next episode. And remember, your smile is like a boomerang. Throw one at somebody and it'll come right back.